one, coast to coast, peanut butter and toast. Probing in the lane, fading away, whoopsie doo, don't mind if I do. In transition, denied by Hoy Lean. DeCam says, give me that, a pick two for Northwestern. Spot of three on the way, bang for Noah and the Erickson center erupts. Spread the love around, corner, pocket, cash for Lund. Well, it's once again time for a preview pod here on the Unlike Any Other, the UMAC podcast. Why I'm along to Ryan Mitchell, week six, Ryan, and it is finally a full slate again. What, this is only the second time all year I think we can say that, right? I think so. Yeah, that sounds right. We, we had one a couple weeks ago, but otherwise there's been these weekday games. We've had some COVID issues, so we have not had a full slate like this more than twice this year where we've had all 16 games, eight on each side, Friday, Saturday. Going to be a lot of fun to break this one down. How are we doing tonight, Ryan? Doing all right, Wyatt, but I got to be honest. I mean, it doesn't feel like we talked that long ago, so I don't got much to bring to the table tonight. So I hope you're prepared because uh, I, I kinda, I'm kind of out of things to talk about, so this will be interesting. Uh, you're being too modest, I'm sure. <laughs> I I would guess that you not preparing is still probably more than me preparing in this situation. So I'm not too worried about that. I think it'll all be okay. I'm totally I guess, kidding. I was just going to put some heat on you and see if you got any reaction, but you didn't. So you saw right through that. Uh, you were you were trying to bait me in there. I can yeah. I can tell when there's a bait, Ryan. I'm, uh, I, we, we've been <laughs> friends long enough, I can tell. But uh <laughs> No, it should be a lot of fun to break it down. Uh, if you did not listen to our most recent uh, recap, you can find that on Apple, Spotify. That's where all of our podcasts go. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, unlike any other, the UMAC. You can send us an email, uao, the UMAC at gmail.com. If you want to get on the pod, have a question, something you want to talk about, uh, feel free to do that. There's lots of ways to interact with us, lots of different platforms to get our content. And so. Uh, certainly something to keep in mind. But tonight, as I mentioned, we're going to break down this upcoming weekend of hoops. And you know what, Ryan? Why don't we start like we normally do on the women's side of things, run through some of the games that are going to be taking place Friday, and just get right into it. So on Friday, we've got Bethany hosting Northland. We've got Martin Luther hosting Superior, North Central hosting Crown, and then Northwestern hosting Morris, which is intriguing because, you know, they just played. And uh, obviously, who was it on the men's side, too? There was somebody on the men's side. Was it Superior? in Northland that uh, played each other twice in like the span of a couple days. It was the woman's side too, right? Where those two played within like four days. Was it? Okay, I, I can't yeah. remember. But Wednesday I, the I 26th, know. they played in Ashland, Wisconsin, and then this past Saturday they played in Superior. This is the second occurrence that this has happened, which is just a little odd, but you got to do what you got to do to get the games in. So we'll see if that uh, leads into that game at all or plays into it that those two just faced off against each other but let's just start Bethany and Northland that's the one at the top on the UMAC uh, I'll take Bethany in this one I think that's pretty straightforward at home but uh, maybe we need to talk about something a little bit broader as far as the Vikings go Ryan I mean Hannah Geisfeld is seriously and like legitimately trending towards not just being an All-American we could put her in the conversation for conference not conference player your national player of the year I mean it's ridiculous what she's been doing we shouldn't even have to do it, Wyatt. I mean, this podcast is all should about pumping the agenda of the UMAC, but it shouldn't even take us doing it. Exactly. You're, she you're should right. She should already be on the radar for those who vote for those kind of things at the end of the season. 
I mean, just real quickly to run down, folks, if you think we're blowing absolute smoke, this is throughout all of Division Three. okay? Hannah Geisfeld, second in the nation in double-doubles. No one's made more field goals than her. No one has more total points than her. Second in free throws made and free throws attempted. Second in points per game average. And first in the whole nation in overall rebounds. I mean, what else, what else can we do for you? I mean... Who in the world has more double-doubles than her is what I want to know. She's basically a double-double machine. I mean, what, she missed one game and then all of a sudden somebody was able to pass her? I mean, it's just been... Your guess is as good as mine, Wyatt. If you want to throw out some school, you go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not going to just throw out a random D3 school. What, is, what does it mean, though, not only if she... Let's say she falls short, doesn't win National Player of the Year, Ryan, but... Even just being an All-American and what that would do for the UMAC and just the spotlight and attention, how important is that for the conference as a whole to have a player like her do what she has done? And, I mean, this is a once-in-a-generation kind of player, I feel like, that we've been able to watch the last few years. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's huge in the future for drawing more attention to Bethany's program that's been the class of the conference the last multiple years, but it helps the whole conference, absolutely, moving moving things forward to maybe take it a little more seriously if you want to call it that. And I mean, you and I have talked about that a lot over the last multiple months for this conference, but maybe this is going to help get the conference, the attention that it deserves. I keep saying maybe it better moving into the future. And then also the fact why to include, remember what coach Jones told us a couple weeks ago. And folks, again, if you didn't hear that interview, we enjoyed our time with him and he had a lot of interesting things to say. You can go back and listen to that I was going to say, one. I mean, he said a lot of things, so I'm yes. not sure what you're alluding to. Here, I'm not alluding to him it. saying multiple times that their standard is to win a national championship, and they don't back down from that. But he did say that. If you want to hear more on that, again, go back and uh, listen to that one whenever you choose to do so. But what I wanted to mention, Wyatt, she came back this season for her super senior year, that extra year due to COVID and last year not counting. When she had an offer on the table – what was it in Denmark, he said, that That's she right. had a yeah, contract yeah, yeah, offered yeah. to her? She I, could have played in Denmark professionally and gotten paid, folks. Instead, she sure decides that's... to return to the lowly UMAC conference to play in a small school in a spot south of the Twin Cities in some state called Minnesota at Bethany Lutheran. I mean, just put that into perspective. Yeah, I don't know what the weather is like over in Denmark, but I mean, I'm sure it's got to be better than here. We're currently going to be 32 below overnight tonight here wow. where I'm at. So It's uh, going to be, I think the wind chill's getting below 20 below tomorrow in the Twin Cities, so we're not far off line. The, the, the wind chill up here, Ryan's like 50 below, so I mean, you're close, but uh, keep, keep, keep trying. We're not in your level, there. I guess, okay. Uh, <laughs> all, all I'm going to say is she's a special player, and I feel like we've been seeing this over the last couple of years. We've talked about it on this podcast a little bit, Ryan. The UMAC has been progressing into a much bigger conference from the standpoint of it can compete. It's legit. We talk about UMAC versus MIAC, all that stuff. But this is almost like this would be the culmination, I feel like, of everything, is if you get a player to win National Player of the Year or even All-American status. I mean, what that would do for this conference, it just would take it to the next level. Outside of that, really all that's left would be a national championship. And, I mean, a lot of conferences never win one of those anyways. So... I just I think this is really the culmination of what we've seen the last couple of years for the conference as a whole. Well, and I mean, not to go super long into this and be long-winded on it, Wyatt, but I think this year we got a puncher's chance as good a year as any as far as on the men's and women's side for a contender to potentially get to the second weekend of the NCAA tournament. And I know some people listening to this are saying, wow, why, why are you jumping there? Well, 
I mean, the last time we had an NCAA tournament, Wyatt, Bethany beat a top 10 Bethel team. And I mean, Northwestern on the men's side with how they're looking. And again, Eagle fans listening to this probably hate me saying this, but I'll say it again. We'll continue to dream and look forward while also enjoying the process. If they put things together, who's to say you compare it, Wyatt, to your brother's squad? They made it to the second weekend. They won two games in the NCAA tournament. Is this Eagle team on the men's side that much worse than that squad back in, what was that, 2014? Yeah, don't uh, don't ask me to remember the year, but I think it was 2014. So like 2013, 20, or wait, would it have been 2014, 2015? I think it was in March of 14. But okay, yeah. I, either way, uh, I, are you asking me because I don't, I haven't watched them enough to give you an answer on that. Well, but. I mean, you you were there, front and center in the gym, watching your brother make the shot, upset St. Well, Thomas. You, if anyone would have an idea, compare that team to this team, it'd be well, you. No, 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 no. I get what you're saying. I meant this year's team. I haven't seen this year's team enough to. Sure. Really but uh, you know what's funny is I don't even I would say and we could have asked my brother this I guess when we interviewed him uh, that one you can also go back and listen to if you want I mean man we're just lots of great information here (laughs) but uh, I would argue that wasn't even the best Northwestern team I've seen like since I've started watching him when he got there as a freshman I feel like uh, his senior year or even what was it maybe I can't remember his junior there was another team that I would have said was better I'd have to go back and look but that just shows you how deep the conference is and the potential, though, to do something. When was the last time, if ever, it probably has never happened, where a men and women's team both won in the same tournament? Yeah. No, Maybe, that's a great but, point. But that, so you talk about getting to the second weekend. Let's just try to start with that and see what happens there. But Well, um, wait a second, Wyatt. It did happen two years ago. What no, I just said, we're, we're, when, we're when Bethany beat Bethel. That would have been 2019, correct? Because we had no tournament in 2020. I didn't think Northwestern won that year, though, did they? No, but Bethany did. And yeah, Bethany beat St. John's. Both teams. Men and women. Men. Bethany beat St. John's. In the same year. Yeah, Bethany beat St. John's okay, so on the men's side. Who's and the then men's victory? Bethany, I'm telling you. The You're me- saying the- both Bethany teams? So, okay, that was, no, I'm sorry, that was twenty. That was 2018, but we had back-to-back years where a UMAC men's squad won a game in the tournament. You and I were in the gym in Mankato when Bethany knocked off Northwestern in the UMAC final in 2018. That next week, they went at St. John's and beat them. The following year, this is also on the men's side, Northwestern was also in that same gym and beat St. John's. One of those years, I believe it was 2019, when Bethany won the UMAC, it was the last time we had the NCAA tournament, they beat Bethel in the first round. So it's happened. We're, so you're saying that year would have been the year Yes, they both and I think that was 19, right? Because that's the last time we had an NCAA... No, wait. We had... No, right, they canceled it in 2020. We're, we're... <laughs> they canceled it in 2020. We haven't had an NCAA tournament for the last two years in D3. That's confusing because it doesn't line up with Division One, but the last two years in Division Three basketball, the NCAA tournament's been scrapped. Correct. Okay, and just just to put a bow on this, the Eagles made again. We're talking on the men's side, the Sweet Sixteen in March of 2015. So we were right. It was the 2014 year went into 2015 for the end of the season. March of 2015, they made the Sweet Sixteen. Well, fair enough then. <laughs> I sorry I kind of lost you on that but what I'm saying is after all of that what I'm saying is this year why it's pretty good okay folks so enjoy it because we have teams at the top and you could extend it even past 
Bethany on the women's side if you want. I mean, I, they're the overarching favorite still. And then if you want to extend it past Northwestern on the men's side, you feel free to do so if you'd like to do so. But we're just looking at the top teams right now are as good as they've been in recent memory. And I'll just leave it at that. So to put this all together after <laughs> this long-winded conversation uh, could be something historical for the conference if it yes. were to happen. And, and keep your eyes peeled on the UMAC pass this month is basically what we're saying. They could be making yes. noise in March. And just what it would mean, yes, moving forward. So with that, I already said I'm taking Bethany. Are you going to do the same? Yes. <laughs> Let's get to the next one. We're not going to spend that much time. That's one of the big topics we did want to talk about, though, in this preview pod. We didn't get it in the recap one. We just recently did. Martin Luther's hosting Superior. I'll let you go first on this one. What do you think? Interesting game. Your Knights uh, still hanging on, I mean, to some possibility of maybe moving up one more slot. They're in the sixth slot now. I'll take Superior and a squeaker, but, I mean, this is a big one. If the Knights win, they're just a game back of Superior in the women's standings from being just shy of that number five slot. And then as I'm looking at the schedule here, they, they already lost to him, I guess, earlier uh, this season quite convincingly. But they get him on their home court, so who knows what could happen. Yeah, I'll take Superior as well. They uh, have some momentum going for them here, beat Northland pretty bad the last time out. Uh, even with it being on the road, like you said, they've already handled them once this year, so I'll take Superior. North Central hosting Crown. Crown's that team. It always is interesting because they have some high-level scores, and we'll maybe get into that here when we uh, – you said you want to mention the fantasy. Maybe now would be a good time since I just kind of alluded to it, but sure. you're, uh, you pulled ahead on the women's side in front of me, so uh, you you got a slim lead. That uh, tells me I either did a horrible job picking my team <laughs> or your team is just that good because I have literally the best player and I, somehow I'm not winning. I, I can't really put it together, I guess. Well, Wyatt, I mean, Bauman put together this very helpful chart for us now for top scores on each side. Yeah, you got Hannah Geisfeld way on top, way in front of anyone else, but I mean... Once these games are finally made up for my <laughs> Northwestern and North Central players, I got the two, three, four, and seven through yeah, ten. You, so you've got seven of the top ten. Yeah, especially ridiculous. Megan Roberts' massive performances over the last three games. I mean, golf clap to that. Shout out to Robbie. She's wide hey, ahead. Hey, I've got seven of the top ten on the men's side though as well, I know. including I, the top let's, one. Let's though, not so. worry about that now. We're talking well, about the women. <laughs> well, we can talk about the men now. You're winning in the women's. Let's move over to the men. <laughs> I uh, have got a nice little lead there, and uh, yeah, there's not much to even really talk about, I guess. But woman no, is I'm much just... more compelling right now. Let's just be honest. It it's, is. It's yeah. twelve ninety five to twelve seventy nine. It could go either way. The men's looks like it's pretty much. Over I mean, if I'm gonna go that far. I but... need some big performances. We're gonna at least, at least need that forty three plus point game from Noah Alm, and then some. <laughs> you still got a guy in double digits, man. I mean, that's that's tough at this time of the year. Just, yes, just that's uh, that's a tough L. I am not gonna disagree. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that's a little update on the fantasy as far as predictions go as well. Because I guess as we're making these, we should note where we're at with that. You've got a three game lead on me now, forty two and eight. I'm thirty nine eleven. We maybe mentioned that in the recap yeah. pod as well, but. Uh, I got to make up some ground here somehow, but uh, not going to do it uh, here more than likely. I'm assuming you're taking North Central. I'm going to do the same over Crown at home, although I'm not as high on this team as I once was. I talked a little bit about that. They've got some issues to work through, but uh, at home, I think this is a game I see them winning. It's a game they should win, as we like to say usually. Yeah, and a game they want to get back on track. Wyatt to pick up a UMAC win before they have that tough matchup 
against Morris on Saturday. So hopefully Coach Bruner's club is not looking ahead because if they're not careful, there's some familiarity, Wyatt, on the other side of the floor. I'm not sure if you remember, but do you remember Coach Zabla's last stop before taking over at Crown this year? I'm going to guess it was North Central. It was North Central. She was on that bench last year as an assistant, so she's comfortable in Clark Danielson. Uh, what if that game's within five going into the fourth? Could be a little nervy. It's Downtown Minneapolis, Friday too, night. Too bad it's not at the WAC, right? I mean, I mean we, we love the WAC. Do they still got to play that game at the WAC as I scroll forward here? Is that, Probably that's one, not. That's one they I'm had assuming, to make up, but I think they already played it. You're right. I was going to say, at this time of the year, it's probably unlikely that you're going to have a team play twice. You know what I mean? I feel like at this point, everybody's played each other at least once for you're the most right. part. I mean, other than, you know, the wrenches that we've been thrown in from time to time. Yes, yes. They, they play back in December. North Central routed them by over 40. So, anyway, that's, <laughs> that's what happened before. So... With that, you've got North Central, I've got North Central. We both have Bethany and we both have Superior. Are we going to split on Northwestern Morris? I have faded the Eagles. I don't I don't know. I was going to say you got you got some talking to do here, so I'll let you talk. There's there's not that much talking, Ryan. I'm just going to come out and say it. I'm picking Northwestern and fans are probably to a certain extent they're thinking, "No, keep fading us. We've been winning. We don't want you." But, uh, you know, the bandwagon is maybe full, but I'm happy to run alongside of it for the time being. So uh, go Eagles in this one at home. And uh, if they beat them on the road, I get it was in overtime. Coming back on the home court, I feel like this is a game Northwestern could actually win somewhat convincingly. But Morris, I mean, they're well coached. I could also see them sticking around. Could be very, very interesting. That's probably the most, as you like to say, tantalizing matchup on Friday night on the women's side tantalizing love to say that. You're, you're absolutely correct uh you know oh how the turn tables as uh one man used to say why you are running alongside the bandwagon of your own alma mater who would have ever thought i, I didn't, didn't know, d- didn't know it was possible right <laughs> <laughs> hey look it, it didn't have anything to do at it all goes back to when we got the news that Brooklyn DeCam was not going to be available this year. I had serious yeah. doubts about what this team could accomplish because I would have argued she was one of the players, if not the most valuable on that team to lose. No. But, man, there's been players that have stepped up. And so, yeah, I mean, it's weird to say. I, I, I'm not going to have you continue to come on here, though, and say, oh, the alma mater, you've been <laughs> just ripping your alma mater. I will not stand for that, though, Ryan. This had nothing to do about anything along the lines of that it just had to do with what my honest opinion was matchup by matchup and i've learned my lesson up to this point i'm taking the eagles now sounds good i won't uh rip on you any further at least for tonight but you know i'm riding with northwestern but this is going to be interesting because coach grove said after the game last night against northwestern he said well i mean it's unique because there's really no prep to do he said you know we're going to watch the film and we're going to figure out what we could have executed better down the stretch in that game in overtime where they'd lose you know by just one possession last night but at the same time, I'm expecting another good game, but he talked about it. It's tough to win on the road in that building when Northwestern's rolling inside the Erickson Center. So I've said it before. I'll say it again. Golf clap to Northwestern for showing up last Saturday against North Central. Let's uh, let's make it the same thing this weekend. Make it a fun place to be Friday and Saturday inside the Erickson Center. But I am going with the Eagles, and I think it's a little more comfortable than the result last night. You know, that could be something we could talk about as well. I mean, we know who's going to win conference player of the year. I really don't think there's any question about that. I mean, it should be a unanimous selection. What about the first team all conference, though? You know, uh-huh. what I mean, I feel like there's a lot more parity on the women's side. There is. As far as uh, who would be there. We'd maybe need some more time to 
research and give our uh, thoughts on that. So maybe we'll have that for the next one. I'm not going to put us on the spot tonight. Okay. But I was going to give you a name or two, but I won't. We'll save it. I was going to say, I mean, we could ma- we could throw names out. I'd actually like some time to dive in a little bit before just throwing names out. So <laughs> sure. give me, give me a little bit of time reckless. to look at We won't be reckless. Fair it. enough. Fair enough. So we were a perfect four for four with the same picks there. I guess not, so. <laughs> I, you know, do the math, Ryan. I can't make up ground here if we're picking the same team. So. Okay, so how about for these next ones, you make me pick first so you can uh, have a little more time to think. I like the way you think. Bethany is hosting Superior. This is Saturday now. Martin Luther hosting Northland, North Central hosting Morris, and Northwestern hosting Crown. Those are the four teams. They've got the home games this weekend. Let's start again at the top, work our way down as it is on the UMAC website. Bethany Lutheran hosting Superior. What do you got? I got Bethany. I'm not going to say much more. I mean, they gave them a little run for their money in the opening conference game back in uh, December when Superior was tight with the Vikings for a half and change, but that's what they do to teams. I mean, they're going to close you out eventually. One thing I want to note on Bethany, are they back to 100% this weekend? Do they have their full complement? That's the big thing I'm looking for for Coach Jones' club. Think about that. I mean, what they've been able to do, and we have to ask the question, are they back to their full 100% now going into this this weekend i mean could be kind of scary once they are back to 100 percent. and i hope so, they are we need we need kotke to get us some numbers for the fantasy squad it's a slim margin hey, lead hey, but we gotta hey, stay in you front. know what you've got the lead so stop being greedy okay you've i'm barely ahead i'm gonna be greedy when you got hannah Geisfeld still. well you know what she's gonna get her so i mean you already <laughs> know that you're not stopping her from getting getting her points but uh yeah, I mean, it didn't matter that you picked first in this one. I had, I, I was taking Bethany regardless. Superior's like that team. They did one nice thing back at the beginning of the year, got us a little excited, but the rest of the year, they just, I don't know. It's been so back and forth. Every time I want to give up on them, they do come back and have a resounding performance, but I still don't see them as a team that could really compete for a conference title this year. I would put Morris in front of them right now as it is, so uh, as, as like a real contender and obviously in years past that would not have been the case for really many of these teams in this conference so that kind of shows you where superior is at now martin luther is hosting northland this one we may actually differ on i'm interested to see what you do this is an intriguing one at the bottom as far as uh you know two teams who are pretty tightly matched up i need the win they need yes yes absolutely i'm going with martin luther because they're at home in this one hopefully wagner can have a big game but I think the Knights are just uh, too balanced. And then I'm just going to jump ahead and pick one more, Wyatt, so then we can wrap up with the most tantalizing one. I think I'm going to take Northwestern against Crown in that one. I don't think much has to be said. Although it was tight the first time for a while, but I think the Eagles will put some pressure on earlier if they have to to build a lead early in that one against the Storm on Saturday. Yeah, I'll take Northwestern in that one as well. Uh, Crown is that team, though, depending on where they get seeded. I mean, they're not going to be a team you necessarily want to play in the first round of the tournament, though, because like we've said, they have a couple players that can score at a high rate. And I don't know, they're a team that might just mess around, keep it close. Yeah. And, if, uh, if you have a cold shooting night, Wyatt, let's just put it this way, they could find someone who makes the game interesting, like you're saying. If they're really hot and you can't score 65-plus, you could be in for a dogfight late. Absolutely. But with that in mind, I'll take Northwestern here. And I mean, it's going to be tough to pick crown in the tournament, obviously, as well. But they're not a team. They're, they're a tough out, as I always like to say when I'm looking at the bracket. Uh, as far as Martin Luther and Northland goes, it's it's tough. I've said to go 14-0 and in a season, Ryan, in the conference. It's almost as equally tough to actually go 0-14 as well, I would say, <laughs> to a certain extent, if that makes sense. I'll take Northland in this wow. one. If, if there's a time to get the win... This this is the one. They know this is the one. 
they got to get it done. This, you, this is they don't want to miss their opportunity. You've warned me against getting you know too concerned about what you're picking. You're getting too concerned with what I'm picking and trying Not to catch up games. Because if Not I at all. if I took Northland, there's no chance you wouldn't have taken Martin Luther. I guess we'll never know because you chose first. So, uh, hey, they're not uh, – nothing against Martin Luther, but when you look at these two teams, they are towards the bottom of the standings. This is the game for Northland. This is the one. I just – I really feel like this is the game. This is they're their gonna, Super Bowl. They're going to look back on, other than at Crown at the last weekend of the year, but, I mean, honestly, I think Crown, even though they have a worse record than Martin Luther, I would argue they're just as good, if not better, and playing, as you like to say, you know, we love the whack. Playing at the whack, I mean, that's that to me is a little bit more daunting than going at Martin Luther. So this is the one, and I'll take Northland. Wow, I'll just leave it at Nothing that. Nothing else needs to be said. That's, uh, that's it. All right, let's wrap up with, I think – what could be called potentially, I mean, it's right up there against, you know, the Friday night matchup in the Erickson Center with Northwestern and Morris. Morris has another good one. Saturday afternoon, downtown U, Clark Danielson. Will it be a rocking crowd? Who knows? Prove us wrong, Rams fans. They're hosting Just Minnesota Morris. Just throw that little jab in there if you can, Ryan. Do a, do a casually too like that. <laughs> and just a reminder, like I said last night, Wyatt, you remember what happened the first time, right? Overtime. Overtime. Out in Morris, will we have extra basketball in Minneapolis on Saturday? I want well, no. If you're if you're giving me the odds there, no, I'm saying okay. no. But wow. uh, I I just want to hear your prediction straight up, and then the reason. I'm, I I you're you're telling I know, me right. I know now. you get you to go with? second. I'm rolling with the Cougars, and it's going to be really interesting how the game Friday night goes, how worn down they are, if you want to call it that. I mean, North Central's got a quick turnaround too. They also have to play Friday night, by the way. It's not an easy weekend for Morris, but I think they have shown a lot recently, and it still is fresh in my mind. The pressure they were able to put on Northwestern, specifically in the full court, a little 1-2-1, kind of trying to bait you near the half-court line into turning the basketball over. I've seen some issues recently with North Central taking care of the basketball. I think that's the difference in this one. They're going to turn it over 15-plus times. Cougars are going to get some extra possessions, and Coach Groves Club's going to pick up a big road win Saturday at North Central. All right, I'm a man to admit that this one I was just going to pick opposite of you regardless <laughs> of who, who you chose. So I'll, I'll, I'll just say that straight up front. And to be honest, I would have actually rather took Morris in this one with the way that North Central's been trending, and it seems like uh, you guys have said they're my ride-or-die team, if you will. But uh, one, of, one of them. Yeah, right. Apparently I have two and you only have, well, I guess you have the same one on each side. But uh, yeah, no, I'll take North Central at home. I mean, I like my odds playing in front of the home crowd. And I don't know, I still think there's enough talent there where they can get it back together. I I, I mean, theoretically, what would you set this line at? I mean, North Central's got to be favored still, right? Yeah, sure, I can favor them. And there's enough talent. We talked about that last night, Wyatt. There's absolutely the personnel there to do it. I think it comes down to how you take care of the basketball, though, and, and coaching down the stretch. I mean, Groh's been a long, around for a long time, and he came up with something that gave the Eagles more trouble than I thought they would have offensively last night. Uh, if you're asking me for a line, though, as we uh, look up the FanDuel odds for this one, you know, I'm going to give <laughs> North Central only, you know, no more than two and a half, maybe just a point and a half. If, if I knew there was going to be a vibe there and an atmosphere Saturday at Clark Danielson, I could give them four and a half, five, five and a half, but... I can't guarantee that. Sorry. So, yeah, no. I mean, you've uh, clearly <laughs> been able to be there a couple times, and you're not sure what you're going to get with the uh, crowd. But 
No, I mean, with that being the case, just remember this. Good teams uh, win, great teams cover. And uh, oh. I guess we'll find out if they can cover or not on Saturday. But, yeah, give me the Rams on that one. Should be a fun one. Funny, uh, Morris has the two biggest matchups of the weekend on the women's side. Is kind of what we think. Yep. What happens if they go 2-0? and I mean, what what what's the conversation we're having uh, next week if Morris goes 2-0? and I mean, are they... Next, uh, do we keep Northwestern in front of them? Or are they Bethany's biggest challenger if they're able to get a sweep this weekend on the road? What are we thinking? They turn Wyatt into a full-fledged contender and not a pretender, okay? I'm not calling them a not, pretender right yeah, yeah, now, yeah. but they're yeah. a full-on contender where I, our eyebrows are raising for good reason the next time we talk. If you can go against those downtown schools in downtown St. Paul and downtown Minneapolis and figure out a way to get two road wins – I tell you what, Coach Grove better have something planned for his players to be able to go nuts on the bus ride back home. That is going to be bumping when they roll back into Morris late Saturday night because that would be something to celebrate for this program. And I definitely think it's not out of the realm of the possibility, but they know the challenge coming in. They've already lost to both these squads at home this season, but both of them went to extra time. So who's to say they're going to believe coming in? I think they're definitely the team to watch this weekend. All right, with that, let's head over to the men's side of things. And uh, it is different matchups. Uh, you know, normally it'd be the same, but uh, with COVID and everything, it's a little different. So uh, some are the same, some are a little different. You've got Bethany hosting Northland, and then you got Martin Luther hosting Superior, North Central hosting Crown, and Northwestern hosting Morris on Friday night. A lot of these are interesting. Let's start, though, with one I think that's pretty clear cut. Uh, I'll take... I guess my Vikings, if you will, if they're one of my ride or die teams, but uh, I'll take them over Northland in this one. But again, kudos to Northland last time out. They, they surprised us, got a win over Superior. Uh, they already beat Bethany though. And if there was ever a time for a revenge game, I mean, I don't want to be wearing a Northland jersey on Friday. That's all I'm going to say. I'm expecting this one to get a little ugly. Yeah. You know what? How long ago does Saturday, December the 11th feel? Does it feel long. longer than a couple months? Like an age, yeah, like ages ago. <laughs> like, I mean, a decade for crying out loud. I, I forget that that result even happened, quite honestly. Well, we know it. I mean, you already used the revenge word, the R word. I mean, that's that's coming into this game. And, well, if, you're, and if you're Coach Garvin and your staff, why, you're using that to your advantage. You're saying, all right, guys, we don't have to tell you you can't take this game for granted, if you will, and come in thinking the result's already at hand. We can't come in here expecting we're just going to roll the ball out and find a way to beat Coach Sorensen's club. You've already lost to him. So as if we already needed to put you on notice again, need we remind you you lost the last time you played him. I mean, there's all your motivation you need right there. Yeah, they t- they're taking it personal, I think, going into this one. So I'll take Bethany. You, you're I, I, I want to – I mean, you're, you're really – Pumping that storyline. Are we talking like 20 plus personally? How personally oh, are yes. we talking about? Yes. 25 um, plus? 30. 30 plus. Okay. Let's throw out a score wide. Are they hitting triple digits and winning by over 30? No. Okay. You're not going that far. Okay. Not that far. 90, 60, <laughs> something like that. I, I don't know. I'm not I'm, good with score predictions. You know that, right? Uh, yeah, I hear you. I'm going with Bethany as well. I think it's going to take someone like Jordan Brennan, like he did the last time out for the Lumberjacks, scoring 30-plus. I think it's going to take some special, exceptional performance on the road. Lumberjacks like to play those lower-scoring games, typically, like we said, but, hey, they put up 85 against Superior, so who knows what can happen. It's probably going to take 
another offensive effort like that for them to have an opportunity against the Vikings. That's a tough offense to slow down, especially in their gym. We've seen some lulls this season for the Vikings on the road offensively, some dips from time to time, but we're in the, when they're in that comfy spot, North Gym, you know the place is going to be alive. I don't have to question their fan base. They're going to show up and show out. They shoot the basketball well in their friendly confines. All right, so uh, both in agreement there. Superior at Martin Luther. This is uh, your Knights, man. Any defense here? They pull off the win. I'm taking Superior in this one. Do they got to get one at some point? I mean, you said it on the woman's side like, of things, Wyatt. I mean, like it's I it's said. it's as tough. What did you say? It's as tough to go 0-14 as almost, it is. It's almost as impressive going 0-14 as it is 14-0 to a certain extent. And, I mean, that's that's just the way I feel. But look at the rest of their games, too. They have one the very next day that might be a better opportunity. So I, I wouldn't necessarily say this is the one they have to have. We'll get into that when we go into Saturday. But, no, I got Superior in this one. What are you thinking? Yeah, maybe you're alluding to it's a look-ahead for Martin Luther where they're not focused enough on this game and they're trying to save some things and make sure that they're closer to 100% for Saturday's game. No, just kidding. But, hey, if they're being honest, maybe. Uh, yeah, I think for Superior, this is a, you know, continue to build those bricks game. You know, they had a great performance on Monday night against Morris. Can they continue that? Can they score 80-plus again? If they do that I with their defense against Martin Luther, I don't think they have a chance to keep this one close down the stretch. They're a team we're keeping an eye on Wyatt. Kind of Jekyll and Hyde at times, but when they got the big three rolling with Ackley, Walker, and Vogel doing their thing on both ends of the floor, they're a dangerous squad looking ahead. You like the Jekyll and Hyde reference here. You've used it twice now on the last two podcasts that we've done. I'll have to think of something different, but I do like it, yes. All right, so then we've got Crown at North Central. This is an intriguing one. Extremely, extremely intriguing. In fact, I would say this is the best game on Friday night. I want you to pick first. Oh, okay. All right. You can do this from here on out. As long as I'm ahead, how about the I, guy I who's behind? You, my, my the guy who's is, behind can make the other one pick first if here, they want to. Here's the deal. That's that's fair. My mind is already made up who I'm picking, okay. but I want you to pick first and okay. uh, see if we end up differing here. I, I'm interested to hear this because it's a big weekend for Crown like we talked about last night, Wyatt. Big weekend for Cade Carroll. Can he keep up those huge numbers? Those guys are listening, we know, like you had talked about before. You've given them some shade in the past, so I think I have a feeling. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't even remember it being that bad. I mean, I just said I liked Morris a little bit, and all of a sudden I got, like, accused of. And on Tim Wendell, Jersey retirement night, you picked against the home squad. And uh, was I right? You were, but still. Hey, I'm not going to apologize for being. Why would I apologize for being right, Ryan? I mean, come on. Okay. It's not all, crazy. All that being said, I agree with you. This is, I think, the best matchup on Friday night. And just interesting to see where these teams are coming off of. North Central swallowing a tough loss against Northwestern in a game where they felt like they were there for stretches but just couldn't play a complete game. And Crown has something to be excited about. A convincing win, offense exploding last time out against the Cougars. So two teams coming in different directions. This is a huge telling game for North Central coming into this one. At home, you just lost to the top team in the conference. How quick can you get over it? Can you advance, move forward, and pick up a much-needed win? When Crown's feeling good, how much does Carroll drop on him? That's the big question to me. Can they slow him down with their bigs that they throw out there? I'm interested to see does Thomas and Thompson get maybe some more run. I mean, we saw Caden Sund and... Uh, Bukers both start on Saturday against Northwestern. Do they do the same thing against Carroll to try to slow him down? That's what I'm looking forward to. 
I'm going with the Crownies, Wyatt. I'm going with the Polar Bears. Marching in, Clark Danielson, Friday night. I thought they were the Storm. They are the Storm. I'm just throwing out a bunch of random names. But, uh, yes, the Storm, Coach Herbert's club, tight margin. But I'm going to give them a squeaker of a victory. And I know you love throwing out scores, so I'll uh, I'll throw one out for you. I'm going to go Storm 84, North Central 81. I think it's another big performance for Cade Carroll. All right, two things. One, I need you to just say who you're picking right away, and then you can go into all of that because I like I like hearing the prediction right away. Instead, I build the suspense. Like, That's what I know I'm you doing. do. I, I don't like that. I mean, I get that uh, it keeps me engaged and the suspense. I don't like it though. I need you to give me that pick right away from the start. Secondly, I'm upset because I'm also taking crown. I knew you one. were gonna and and. You know, maybe just to spite you, I'll take North Central. But go uh, ahead, go ahead. Doubt Crown no, again. No, no. If if Crown loses this one, that's one I'm I'm willing to take. I think they're right up there. I I would say I would put them in front of North Central right now, and obviously I'm picking them to win. But outside of Northwestern and then uh, Bethany, I would say Crown is next in line with the way they've been playing, and it is a big week for Kate Carroll. And looking at who they have on Saturday, this is the one they're going to want to get on the road. So yeah. I'll take Crown in this one. Uh, not that they can't beat Northwestern on Saturday, but this is the much better chance. And so I think they'll be ready to go. This is the one they've been preparing for uh, in practice more so, I'm sure, just because it's that first game. I'll take Crown in this one. Should be a great game, though. Well, yeah, and one more quick note, Wyatt, because we've mentioned you know those results in December coming into play here. Some teams have rematches, and we see that across the board this weekend. This one included. You remember how this one ended in December? No. It was the buzzer beater. It was the Kawhi-like <laughs> shot. It was Jacob Van Dam. It was the question oh. whether did he walk or not, where Coach DeWitt and his staff were mad at the buzzer. They were saying he walked with it. The officials say, nope, it's a yeah, good basket, I've, and I've Crown watched, gets out of there with a win. I've watched the footage, and I actually think it was a clean. Not a travel, you're saying? Not a travel. Yeah. It was close. It was close. I'll, I'll was it one that, of those but... deals, too, where as soon as the shot went in, the refs just booked it for the locker room or <laughs> no, whatever because not quite that because there's still a little time left and i think filer chucked one at the buzzer from past half court but because you know those refs they like to do that <laughs> it's like the it was what it was the nfl playoff game recently the cowboys and the yes where they, they got out of there the real quick <laughs> they just he quicks turns his mic on and says uh the game is over and then they just start running to the locker room it's one of the best thing in sports is when they just take off but uh no, I now that you say that, I do remember that, and this should be an extremely compelling game. In a sense, it's like North Central's revenge game as well. Yes. They got them on their home court now. That's Absolutely. The game they would love to have back, but I'll ride or die with Crown in this one right now. I've really liked what I've seen from them, and even if they can slow Carroll down, that means they're doing a lot to do it, and other guys are going to have opportunities to yeah. step up, and I think they can step up. Van Dam's been hot recently, too. we got to give him some love. He's been a marksman boy, from downtown. Your boy Royston, though. I mean, he's got to get it going, right? Le- this is the weekend for him? Amen. You know what, Rams, if you're hearing this, key in on Carroll and doubt that Seth Royston can pick up the slack down low. I'm looking forward to a 23-12 and 12 performance with four swats for Mr. Royston. I need it badly, you know. So, And this is huge. Why intentions. It, this is huge because if Crown wins... They're two games up plus the tiebreak. So they're technically three whopping games up on the Rams if they find a way to yeah, pick up this and, road win. Well, and that's the thing. And if they lose, I don't know who would own the tiebreaker necessarily yeah. since they split, but they'd be tied. And so this is a huge swing depending on how it works out. And you got to think if Crown goes up two games, even with Northwestern still on the schedule, they still probably find a way to hang on and 
keep that three seed, maybe even jump as high as two, depending on what happens with Bethany. But yeah. uh, could be it's a big game. This would be one of the top games on the remainder of the schedule that will shape the playoff picture. Absolutely, without a question. There is no excuses at Clark Danielson this weekend. It's not winter break. It's not a weeknight game. Ryan, there are huge Ryan, matchups in there. Clubs need it, so it better we be. We don't alive need to talk about the North Central crowd every single time they have a home game. Okay, we got one more on Friday. Do you want to pick this one first, or do you want me to? I'm taking Northwestern. Sorry, Cougars. I think you're doing great things there, but I'm not picking against the team that hasn't lost in conference yet when they're on their home court. Not only that, this is the first of the two games on the weekend stretch, too, so there's no reason Northwestern's not going to be ready. And one thing I can tell you, Ryan, is Northwestern does bring a good crowd, and they'll have a good crowd again, I'm sure, this weekend. They'll get this one done. I'll take the Eagles. This could be the game. I would say this would be a game Alm could go towards the record again, but I've noticed he did it both times on the road when he did it. So I'm not going to do it with it at home. I, I think it's uh, if it is going to come, it'll be a road game. Well, you bring it up, though. The last time he did it, I think you're alluding to, was at Morris last it season. Was. Where so, he had and 42. We know, and we know, I mean, we've talked with Dylan and Tath, and they know it's defense is what they need to be successful at, but they have struggled with that. So yep. Northwestern could exploit that a little bit. But uh, just because he did it on the road both times, I'll, I'll say uh, he's not going to break the record. But he could have a big game. Yeah, real quick, I'm picking the Eagles as well. Too much size. I don't know how they handle the waves of the Eagles crashing the glass, kind of what we talked about last night on the last pod, why it's just too much to handle there. Even if the Eagles aren't knocking down their first attempts, I think they're going to get second and third chances throughout the contest. Okay, so on Saturday, Bethany's hosting Superior, Martin Luther's hosting Northland, Morris is at North Central. I don't know why I didn't just say all the home teams, but North Central's (laughs) hosting Morris and Northwestern's hosting Crown. Where do you want to start here? And you're going to pick these ones first, so I'll let you just choose and we'll just work our way down. Let's start with uh, the the big one at the bottom of the conference, Northland and Martin Luther. I mean, we say the bottom. Northland is as much in the picture for the middle tier as they are the bottom tier based on how this weekend goes. And it's not an easy weekend starting off in Bethany, like you mentioned, where the Vikings are going to be real hungry for that one, but a very winnable game on Saturday. So how heavily are they limping if you want to call it that and that's what we expect uh from friday night heading into saturday if there was ever a time like you said for martin luther to band together and find a way this could be their best chance you could really argue why it for the rest of the season to pick up that one victory before we hit the umac tournament for sure and i'm gonna do it i'm not gonna be a hypocrite i'm not gonna always 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 pick against them i think well, I was they say, find yeah, a way saturday in new Alm to get it done against the Lumberjacks. Big afternoon for Coach Holtz-Eaters Club. The difference in this one for me compared to what I said on the women's side where, you, you know, there is that one win out there is that Northland's been – I mean, they beat Bethany for crying out loud at the beginning of the year. But They've you even so said that felt like it was eons ago. It does. It <laughs> it, it still does. I mean, that, that doesn't change. But Northland just has enough there where I don't feel confident in Martin Luther. So you may think I'm just picking this because I'm going opposite of you. I was leaning towards Northland anyways. If you would have picked Northland, I would have been in a tough spot because then I would have wanted to pick Martin Luther to go against you, but I would have been compelled to take Northland. I think Northland, remember, they got three conference wins. I mean, if they come away with a split this weekend, which is a very real possibility, they're still sitting at four and six, and depending on the other matchups and how they shape out, right in the thick of things to even potentially host a game still. So uh, it's in a game that Northland's really going to want to have. I'll take I'll take the Lumberjacks. 
Yeah, I mean, they played, Wyatt, going back to keep talking about December, but the first conference matchup of the year was a barn burner, 71-68. So let's just hope it's near as good as that Saturday in New Ulm between these two. All right, where are we heading to next? All right, making me call the shots. Uh, I'm trying You're to calling leave. the shots on this one, yeah. I, I'm trying to leave some of the best ones for last. So I We're am, at the point all these are pretty good I know. at this point. I'm going to go to Mankato next, not too far away from New Ulm. Vikings hosting the Jackets. And we keep going back to the first matchups because we have the luxury to do so. When they play back on Friday the 10th of December, Bethany just barely hung on. I mean, they let North, excuse me, Superior rather. I saw the end of this game. They let them hang on longer than they should have let them. 68-66, taking down the Jackets. And do you remember, why when we talked to Coach Garvin, and even I think Polkowski also brought it up. We've talked to you know both head coaches for these squads how underrated this is as sort of a rivalry with the big matchups that they've had the last multiple years, especially the games that they've had in postseason play. These two are starting to build something headed into the future. Most people would probably still consider Bethany to be above them and for good reason with where they finished the last multiple years. But this is really intriguing for this matchup where Bethany's not going to overlook Superior coming into this one. We both think Superior's going to be coming off of a win on Friday, feeling good after that big performance Monday night. And when they have their full complement of players, this is a massively entertaining guards matchup on the perimeter with what these two squads represent. Ryan, Ryan, what did I specifically ask you to do? I'll get it out here. I'll get it I out. I want the prediction, man. You, you'll hear it. You'll hear it. I'm taking Bethany, okay? I think at the end of the day... They're going to have a little too much offense, and I question if on the road Superior can find a way to score 80, 85-plus because it feels like that's what it takes in that North Gym in Mankato to find a way to beat Bethany. Yeah, I'm not afraid to pick against Bethany. Let me make that very clear, but I am going to take them here. I mean, I, I they, they've been back and forth inconsistent. I know that. and I mean, Superior... It's one of those games, if it's lower scoring, I think I see Superior winning it. If it's a little bit higher scoring, you know, that plays to Bethany's favor. And I think Bethany wins. And I think they do enough on their home court to play at the pace they want to play at. You get Smith going early and uh, watch out. You know what I mean? I think this is going to be a big stretch for him to try to solidify his, uh, you know, right to be a conference player of the year. So uh, a big, big opportunity for Bethany this weekend, two home games, and I could easily see him getting a sweep. So that's what I'm going to pick. I, I think Bethany gets it done. He drops 30-plus on these guys. I mean, that's impressive Is he, if he's able oh, to yeah, do that. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, next, let's uh, go to Northwestern, I guess. Uh, in Roseville, Eagles hosting Crown after what we think is going to be a huge win Friday night for the Storm, and it doesn't get any easier facing the top dogs in the conference. I've talked a lot about what Northwestern poses with their bigs. I'm taking the Eagles. I'll give you this one a little earlier. And, Appreciate you know, Crown, Crown, <laughs> Crown does have – some size, and they're going to need it in this one. I've talked about trying to get Royston and Carroll on the same page to each have a big performance. I think that's what it's going to take. I will say we did see some good shooting in stretches when these two played back in December. I'd have to go back, Wyatt, but based on you know top of the head what I'm remembering for box scores, I think it's probably Michael Ladd's best shooting performance of the season. He may need it again on the road just for them to have a chance down the stretch. But this is just a huge test in the paint. That's what I'm going to be looking forward to. I'll obviously be watching everything that's going on, being that I'm announcing this game, but that's going to be my key to this one. Can Crown try to hang in in the paint? They have a strength there, but this is a whole nother type of test to face Northwestern's front line on the road in that gym. 
Well, if you were listening to me a few minutes ago when we made the predictions Friday night, uh, I'm not picking against Northwestern on their home court. I mean, that's that seems extremely foolish. So, well, I, I'll take that back. I may at the end of the year. We'll see. <laughs> but with these two teams, I'm not taking against Northwestern on their home court. So I'll take the Eagles. I love what Crown is doing. But uh, if they want me to, like, legitimately consider them as a team to potentially pick to win the conference – they would need to be Northwestern this weekend. And I, I just, knowing what they're going to have to do against North Central the night before as well, there's going to be a lot of emotion and everything poured into that game. It's going to be very tough to come off of that, come back less than 24 hours later, and go into the Erickson Center and take down a very good Northwestern squad. Yeah. So I'll take the Eagles. That's a great point, White. Emotions definitely play a part in this, but I know people hate the term moral victories, but if they even keep this one tight to within single digits or near five points on the road with the way the Eagles are playing, I think that could be a win for Coach Herbert's well, club. And that's that's just it. It would give you a little bit of confidence if you were to meet up against them again in yep. postseason play. If they get blown out, then you're – Yep. I don't know, a little bit of doubt starts to creep into the back of your mind. So more than anything, just, yeah, trying to be in the game. And you obviously want to win the game right from the start, and that's going to be their mindset. But uh, after the result is, you know, taken care of, you'll be happy with a few different ways to look at it, depending on how it turns out compared to if you get run off the floor, you really got to, you know, reevaluate and think to yourself, are we actually, do we really belong, you know? So uh be interesting to see how that shapes up. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think Northwestern definitely should be uh, in a spot to win this game. Final one, the way we've predicted things, it's going to be the Rams coming in at 4-5, and five, hosting the 3-6 and six Cougars. So two clubs below 500 in desperate need of a win, and I think the Rams find a way to get it here. It's a tough stretch in their schedule right now. And it's going to be much like Crown. Tough to turn things around less than 24 hours later. The advantage for them, they're still in their home gym. And Morris is coming to them after really having a arguably even more difficult matchup on the road against Northwestern the night before. I think this one could be close. But it's going to you know, take Morris having one of those patented really high-scoring performances because I think they have a tough time slowing down the Rams on this one. When they start to get their mojo, they sometimes seem to play better on the second of a back-to-back on a Saturday where they have two games across a weekend. But I can't go against the Rams in this one. I think they're going to stay 500 at the end of this weekend. They're going to split it, and they'll be 5-5 five and five heading forward. I'll take Morris. Wow. I will take Morris on the road. I, uh, I said, you know, I like what they're doing. They're not winning at Northwestern. But they could win at North Central. So Morrison Crown, big weekend for them. They play Northwestern, North Central. I think they both can beat North Central. I'm not high on the Rams in case you uh, haven't been able to figure that out. I just, I, there's something about them. I've been a guy that I even said, I mean, I didn't call him out specifically by his name, but on your fantasy squad, Seth Fuquay, he's got to be better. And if, if they want to do anything this year, he has to be better. So big yep. weekend for him. But uh, they're just, they're lacking some things that they maybe had going for him last year. And, I don't know. Morris could definitely get them. They could score a lot of points and find a way to win this one on the road. They might just mess around and get it done. So I'll uh, I'll take the Cougars in a little bit of an upset here. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to discount you, Wyatt. I think North Central, more than any other team on the men's side, is really trying to figure out their combinations for who they want on the floor to start the game and then how to balance it the rest of the way. They've had some good numbers off the bench before, but like you said, they need more out of Fuquay. Filer's been kind of a roller coaster, but we know he can fill it up. But the rest of the guys got to stay out of foul trouble. Castro cannot pick up three fouls again in the first half of a contest that they need to have. He's got to stay on the floor for North Central. 
Should be a fun one. That's probably the biggest upset uh, I probably have, thinking back to some of these. All season, you're saying, right? No, not probably. Not all season? I'm sure sure I probably picked a different one that uh, was more outlandish than that. But we would have to (laughs) fact check and go back, so who knows for sure. Uh, It should be a lot of fun, though. Full slate, and it seems like they're all going to play, so a lot to keep track of this upcoming weekend. Uh, Any closing thoughts, Ryan? No, I, I agree with you. Lots of things to keep an eye on this weekend. It should be fun. Uh, we only got a couple more weekends like this before we're officially at the end with the conference tournament. I know we're both looking forward to it, but plenty of telling results to come this weekend. So, I mean, if you were locked in one gym this weekend, where would you want to be locked, Wyatt? One last question for you. You like that one, don't you? Let me uh, figure out where I want to be. Um, Well, it's interesting because, you know, it's not necessarily the same matchups on both the men's and the women's side. So... I mean, it is some spots. Like, if you were to in say spots it is, North yeah. Central, you'd have the same ones and big matchups for men's and women's. So is that your pick? That's what I assumed you would say. <laughs> well, I was looking just to make sure. But um, to be honest with you, well, i got to find it just to make sure. But I would actually probably say Northwestern, quite honestly, just because when you factor in the men's and the women's, the women's game against Morris on Friday night is going to be great. At least I, I would hope it's going to be great. Yep. I don't anticipate that going away. And then I think the Crown Northwestern game on Saturday could be extremely compelling yep. as well. Yep. I, I don't think North Central is a far off answer, though, either. I mean, those are going to be great games as well. But I just to mix it up as well and throw you a little curveball, I think the Erickson Center would be a great spot to be this weekend. Yeah, and I'll be there. And, and I'm lucky blessed. you. You get to be there. I know. I'll be working, though. I'll be zeroed in. I'll enjoy it at the same time, obviously, but yes. Oh, yeah. Enjoy what is it you always say. I mean, I should know by now. you got to enjoy the process while dreaming ahead. <laughs> we'll continue to look forward and dream of the future, but we will enjoy the process at hand as well. Yeah, there something like I that. I like it. Something yes. along the lines of that. Well, that's all I got. Uh, I mean, we've already kind of said you keep where to follow us, where to hit us up with the email, all that great stuff. Uh, I'll let you just take us out on this one, Ryan, but it should be a very fun uh, weekend of action, and I'm looking forward to hopping back on and recapping all of it and seeing where we uh, sit as far as our predictions go. Couldn't have said it better myself, folks. I'll uh, drop some cliches. The dream is in the process. Continue to enjoy the here and now while also looking forward to what could come in the future. We look forward to chatting with you next time on Unlike Any Other, the UMAC.